Okay. If you could pick somebody to swap a space with, who would you swap with? I would swap with Chad and Matt. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't, because I want to stay friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> but There's a lot of reveals on this show where I'm like, these people ain't going to be friends after. This is Mike. And this is Steve. And we don't know what we're doing. That's right. Each week we pick a different topic that we don't know much about, and then we spend a little bit of time trying to figure it out. And this week we are talking about... Trading spaces. Yes. I said it right. You did. Were you having problems saying it the right way before? No, but I thought I would probably say like trading places. Uh, That's a movie. Stating tastes. That's not anything. Yeah. So... Uh, this week, we're going to talk about the show Trading Spaces, which is uh, re-premiering this weekend on TLC. Yeah, we saw and, the first episode. Yeah, we watched the first episode, which we'll talk about uh, a little bit later. Um, but we wanted to kind of talk about this because it's getting a lot of buzz. This was one of the shows that kind of started the whole DIYs craze on TV. And uh, so we thought we would spend a little bit of time talking about it. Mm-hmm. And since you're an expert, you're going to give us all kinds of information. <laughs> yes. Mike thinks I'm an expert. Uh, I definitely watch a lot of these home improvement shows. Uh, and I think Mike more or less just tolerates them as I watch them. <laughs> I, I like some of them. Yeah. Yeah. They give you some good ideas about things you could do in the house. Yeah. Things They give us good ideas about things that one day we could do when we move out of California and can afford a house somewhere not in California. <laughs> Waco. Yeah, right. Chip and, Chip and Joanne. Yeah. I mean, I watch a lot of these DIY shows. Yeah, you so do. I, they're not even really DIY shows anymore, most of these. The, most of them are just like real estate shows. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the ones I really like are the ones where it's like a, a big redo of a house where there's dramatic structural changes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But Like a fixer-upper? Yes. <laughs> yeah, or Property Brothers or whatever, you know. All those shows where it's, you've got all these thousands and thousands of dollars to invest in stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not really into them so much. How come? I like them. Just like them. You're yeah. just whatever. I mean, I guess if I had a house, it'd be more exciting. Yeah. Well, you didn't really grow up in a house growing up, right? Because you guys mm-hmm. lived mostly in apartments. Yeah, mostly in apartments. So you think that maybe that's why you don't have that that kind of drive? Excitement. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in a house where my mom, she redecorated a lot, and dad was always doing projects in the backyard or like building carpentry projects or stuff in the garage so i think maybe for me it's i don't know maybe i feel a little bit closer to it because i i saw it's that in your kind blood. of stuff growing up yeah it's in my blood <laughs> something like that <laughs> but anyway trading spaces um is a bit different than that so tell us a little bit about trading all right spaces. why don't we yeah why don't we start talking about what it is so um for anybody who lived under a rock in the u.s in the early 2000s <laughs> uh trading spaces is a kind of reality DIY show that started in the year 2000 um, on TLC, which was then officially called The Learning Channel. Now they never refer to themselves as that anymore. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So uh, Trading Space, and we're going to get to that in a little bit too, because there's more info there. But Trading Spaces is sort of credited with the design show that kind of got the U.S. started with this DIY home renovation real estate craze. 
I mean, there's, you know, 30, 40 different TV shows on television now about... Across networks. Across networks, yeah. yeah. And a lot of it got started with this craze. Hmm. So there were other shows before this. And uh, well, actually, before I get to that, um, so Trading Spaces is based on a BBC show because, of course, again, we copy everything from Europe. So but it's based on a BBC show that was really popular uh, during the same time period called Changing Rooms. Um, And basically the concept is that it's two family members or friends that live next door or really close to each other. And in two days, they take two days to sort of redecorate a room of their choice for the other uh, party. So maybe they swap bedrooms or they swap kitchens or what have you. So they only have two days, and originally they had $1,000. And they would work with one designer and one carpenter per team. So question on that. Yes. So was it two days in reality or two days in like production? Um, in reality, it was stuff. less. In reality, it was about a day and a half with all the production because they had to save time for um, the kind of beauty shots at the end mm-hmm. and the interview segments and things like that. So, oh, okay. so it was a really a real two-day time frame. But in reality, wow. they only had about a day and a half of actual work time to do the transformation, which okay. is insane. That is really crazy. Yeah. So um, kind of getting back to like where this falls in line with TV history. Mm-hmm. So there were other sort of home improvement and DIY shows on before this, obviously, but they were very different tone. They were more serious. So there was old shows like This Old House, New Yankee Workshop, Home Time, Bob Vila had his stuff. Are you familiar with any of these, Mike? I think the first one you said. Okay. So these were all, <laughs> yeah, these were mostly shows on like PBS and they okay. were very instructional, more like documentary. Well, what about the one that was on ABC? That was way after this. No, no, no. The what? Home Improvement. It was called Home Improvement. The sitcom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a sitcom. That's right. Yeah. It had tool time. Yes, it they, did. They made things. It was not a real thing, but yes. Oh, okay. Anyways, so there were other shows on that were home improvement-like before this, but they were more documentary style. And the reason this show is kind of credited with the craze is because it was a really different format. So this is right at the interesting time in TV when the U.S. in particular is really starting to get obsessed with reality TV. Mm-hmm. Learning Channel is going through this big change in what their format is. Before this time, they were really focused on documentary style stuff and they were getting into the reality style so learning yeah learning very educational i remember when i was a kid learning channel was like where they had the um remember they used to show like operations on tv so you'd see like a knee reconstruction or you'd see like the miracle of life or whatever that's the kind of stuff that was on learning channel when i was younger oh wow remember it's interesting yeah so with trading spaces they really switched gears into this kind of fun reality competition show um so is it all their fault well a lot of people say yes it is sort of they are credited with getting this kind of insane craze over all right so but it's really interesting because what i was looking at was i remember trading spaces being huge so it started in 2000 and Mm -hmm. by 2002 three it was giant and i remember it being a big frenzy everybody was talking about it but i didn't know the actual numbers around it but i looked them up and what's really interesting is that when it debuted, it was not an instant success. It mm-hmm. took half a season to a season to get big. It originally aired uh, mid-afternoon on weekdays and then Saturday mornings. And the approximate audience was about a half a million for that original run. And then after the first season, or by the end of that first season, it became the most popular cable show 
uh, on Saturday nights with about or approximately nine million viewers per episode in its, in its heyday. Do you remember what time it was showing? Uh, Saturday nights. It was like in prime time, I think, on Saturday nights. 8 p.m. Yeah, that's prime time. So, yeah, I remember it was a huge thing, and they had like books and VHS tapes and all kinds of stuff. So, VHS tapes, like telling you, like showing you the episodes or yeah. giving you tips? Both, actually. Oh. There were a bunch of different books I remember that were kind of like decorating tips from the people on the show and, and then the best and worst rooms or whatever. So, it's really interesting. Um, but, it follows that kind of reality thing where it's like super cheap to produce. I found out that it costs them less than $100,000 to produce each episode. Oh, that's Which in television terms, that is expensive. cheap. Yeah. So they made tons of these things. And it shot TLC from this kind of, you know, flounging network to the second highest rated cable network in the United States. During Whoa. Its yeah. This show. This show. Holy crap. So when you think about like what that means, like cable networks now that are really big are AMC with The Walking Dead, you've got HBO with Game of Thrones. Those are like the number one and two kind of cable mm-hmm. networks right now. So if you think about how that's equivalent at the time, Trading Space has shot TLC to that number two cable that's network That's crazy. Slot. You know what number one was? Oh, I'm sure it was like HBO or something like that. Mm. Something okay. with, you know, another quality thing, but. Um, anyways, so yeah, this is a crazy show. It's got this reality approachable thing and it made design more approachable for the masses because up until this point, you had to be some sort of like expert craftsman or a really rich person who could hire somebody to do this stuff for you. Okay. And what trading spaces did, which is, you know, you were asking me before, like, why, why did it get so popular? Mm -hmm. And it's because it made it approachable. It made it understand that you didn't have to have millions of dollars to redecorate a room. You could you could have creativity and get inspired and do things yourself. And they were not always great ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which we'll talk about. So, so do you think it was, uh, approachable because of the, the people that were on it or the show concept or both? I think probably a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they definitely had personalities in the show that you grew to love and hate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we just watched the reboot this weekend, and immediately I was screaming at the TV with yeah. the people that I just did not like from the original run, and yeah. it's t- almost 20 years later, right? And you look super embarrassed when the reveal I was coming. I was super embarrassed, yes. <laughs> but I think, yeah, also, like, just the idea of being able to have, you know, at the, in the original one, it was only $1,000, and thinking about how to redo a room yourself because that was the other thing. There weren't huge construction crews. It was, you know, doing basic stuff, painting, sewing, throwing a couple things up on a wall. Like yeah. a lot of it was just basics. And I think it made it really approachable. I remember being, let's see, this is 2000. So I would have been graduating high school when this first aired. And I remember being super inspired by this. Like I would not necessarily for the full designs, but things I learned on the show, mm-hmm. I remember I would do in my bedroom. You know, I think one of the big things is it made people realize that you could use color in new ways, Hmm. especially like on your walls or in pieces for your house. You know, I think people really learned how to use color and how to use different textures and stuff from the show. Okay. And again, not always well. (laughs) In fact, I think that's what people remember the most is the bad, but. But it's good TV. It is. It is. Yeah. So. Oh, hey, did you um, say how it went down? Like how the who had to actually do the work? I don't know. Why don't you tell us, Mike? Well, what I saw on today's episode or whatever, the newest episode, was that the neighbors had to do so each of the neighbors had to do each other's neighbors um, you know, 
put up all the design that the designer was talking about. Mm-hmm. So the designer was like, oh, I want all this over there. And then they had to go and paint everything or yeah. put up, you know, whatever material that they, tell, mm-hmm. they had to do. So I thought that was kind of interesting because they actually, <laughs> you didn't really see the designer doing things except like telling them what to do, like supervising them. Yeah. Well, you only watch the original, you only watch the reboot episode too. Oh, okay. In the older ones, the designers did a lot more too. Okay. But, but yeah, I think in general. It was like. Yeah. <laughs> Because that was what I found really interesting researching for this episode of our show was looking at the stuff. Even during the disasters, they mm-hmm. asked participants, you know, would you do it again, even mm-hmm. knowing that you wouldn't like the outcome? And people, almost everybody said yes. Yeah. I know of a few that said no. Yeah. But I mean, I think overwhelmingly people said, even though they didn't like the outcome, they really liked the experience. Yes. And learning how to do things and doing things together with their friends. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. But there were some real bad disasters on the show. Yeah, there were. Should we talk about some? Uh, is that where we're going now? I think so. All right, let's let's go on over to Disaster Lane. Okay. <laughs> so Mike didn't really watch the show. No. So I thought what we would do is I would pull up some pictures of some of the most <laughs> famous disasters, and I'll describe them, and then I'll show Mike the picture, and then he can react to them live on this uh, recording. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay, so I think we'll start with a few um, a little crazy ones here. So let's start with um, probably one of the most famous episodes, which is with Crying Meg. Um, <laughs> so this was an episode um, where, so whenever they did the show, the participating families were allowed to kind of give notes at the beginning about what they really didn't want touched in the room if there was something special. Okay. So in this episode, the one thing in this one was like this family, this couple had a brick fireplace in their thing was their living room. Mm -hmm. And they specifically said, do whatever, but don't touch our brick fireplace. We like our brick fireplace. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then they do the episode and they do this reveal and this is what they did. (laughs) Where's the brick? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this is a picture uh, and we'll post these in the show notes too. But, um, (laughs) basically they covered all of the brick with this white wood painted, like white and chocolate brown oh. colored thing. So this was an episode where this lady saw this and she's just like, she tells the host page, like I'm going to need to leave the room. It reminds me of tiramisu. Yeah, I don't know it looks why real bad. It looks, it does look like some sort of like fancy <laughs> Italian dessert or something. It's just so <laughs> it ugly. It's, it's like it's ugly pretty. chocolate and cream white. Why would they cover up the, Oh yeah. Not I good. Don't know. There's a lot of questionable design on this show. The other thing, too, though, that I realized is I remember watching the show and thinking like 90% of them are thinking like, oh, man, that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just coming out of the 90s, you know, taste for design in the 90s was very different than it is today. Mm-hmm. And colors were bright, but also dark at the same time in the 90s. And you'll see that as a big trend through, hmm. the, okay. through a lot of these. That sounds interesting. So that was like one of the most famous episodes was uh, was Crying Meg. So, so talk about that. Her. So she started crying. She's like, I'm going to need to leave the room. Because they do this big reveal <laughs> where they bring the families in to reveal it. And they're either like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Or like, what the hell? And this lady was just quiet. She's like, oh, I'm going to need to leave the room. And then they didn't turn her microphone off. So they're interviewing her husband. And she's like, he says, oh, she really doesn't like it. And you can just hear her like sobbing on camera. <laughs> so Poor lady. Poor lady. <laughs> well, why did they touch it? That's why I don't, I don't know. They said, don't touch it. I guess there were a few incidents yeah. where like concerns were ignored by the producers when uh-huh. I was reading. There's there's one that I'll get to where I read a bunch of incidents about it. Well, because it's good TV. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's look at 
Uh, let's look at one of Hildy's disasters here. How about <laughs> the upside down? <laughs> this was one where she thought she would do this cool MC Escher style thing, and she stuck a bunch of cheap IKEA furniture to the ceiling. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I mean, is and it the, art? by the way, the walls are like black. Yeah, I don't know. What's in her head? I don't know. It's, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And did the family like this? No, of course not. <laughs> this is the one that when they, we were watching the reunion earlier today, they showed the piece of oh, glass, the glass fell from the fell. ceiling. Yeah, because yeah. they put it, uh, they she stuck didn't use epoxy. She just used hot glue. Hot glue, so yeah. During like an interview segment. On a like glass table, yeah. this glass fell and Falls shattered. And could it like, you know, could got in everybody's somebody. eyes? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Scary, right? so terrible i know it's real bad real <laughs> real bad i can't you can't you simply cannot i cannot all right okay you ready for more yeah so wait what? she spent a thousand dollars to put some crappy furniture on the ceiling yes sir yes does yes, she, she have did. furniture on the floor not much <laughs> yeah so, so they bad. just look at it and like we could be sitting on that right now. i guess i mean would you want to sit on that crap look at this like crappy ikea plastic furniture for little kids rooms <laughs> although a lot of stuff in the 90s was you know what i think when i look at a lot of this i think about like this is something you would do in a dorm like this is weird stuff that you would do in a dorm that's really? what i think did, about when i look at like, a lot of this put furniture up on your ceiling when you lived in a dorm no not necessarily like on the ceiling but like the colors and the types of furniture because it's cheap this is the total kind of stuff that we would have done okay in a dorm. okay question what since it's so bad yeah <laughs> Did the did the show like pay for it to come down? No, nope. people were stuck. With they it? were stuck with it. What? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ready for some more? Okay. How about the safari room? No. Oh, yeah. So this is a lovely zebra print wall treatment. Is that some malt liquor on the? Lots of uh, on the table. What? It's a candle. Oh. Lots of indoor uh, plants. This one. It's... I have to say, people hate this one, and I mean, it's definitely not my style. But I think if you liked uh, being on a animal safari, print, I think if you liked animal print, print this could work. For, this could work for people. And I remember this reveal. I don't remember <laughs> them hating this one. I remember them liking this one. Oh uh, yeah, they showed they showed it in that um, what is it the renew or yeah. whatever the new episode. So this one people hate. I don't hate it that much, but it's, it's definitely not for me. Something so I, don't, I don't it, hate it. So I feel like that would be in like some. Like themed uh, like hotel, the Madonna, motel like the Madonna or Inn, yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Like I that's the other that. one I think about too. Like I think about uh, maybe theme parks. This stuff yeah. would be good. A lot of it is like themed, themed attraction kind of stuff. So, I don't know. So tie back to the designers. Yeah, did they have like design degrees or did they just find some somewhere? Some did. Some were like working interior designers, and some were just sort of self-taught. All over the place. Okay. Yeah. How many designers did they have? Oh, a ton over the season. Okay. Over the seasons. It ran for, what, eight seasons, I think? Mm -hmm. And there was like a rotating cast. Okay. Yeah. Okay, how about this one? Oh, God. So this is like the uh, horror kitchen. <laughs> Wait. So the is, walls are blood red. There's a blood a, red table and chairs. And then there's like a... A tank top that's blood red? Yes. Then there's like a painting drop cloth that is scrunched up on one wall covered in what looks like blood with clothes covered in what looks like blood on it why i don't know this that... this kitchen also featured cabinets that looked like a coffin oh okay mm -hmm. did they like that no. kind of thing no 
why did they do this? I don't know. There's so many questionable choices. So I have a question. <laughs> I mean, I have many questions. Yes. But what? What? How did the designers get the ideas for the certain people? You know, the so certain neighbors. Usually, what it was is they would do. They would have notes for the producers or whatever ahead of time. Okay. And you know, this could be like, like maybe, maybe I the love couple, yeah, saw. Maybe the couples were like, "Oh, we like to watch horror movies." Okay. And then somehow the designer would focus in on that and okay. be like, "You know what? They would love a kitchen that looks like a murder scene." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if somebody said, "You know, like I like the beach." Then they might do, where is it? They might do something like this. You it know, looks like an inside of an extermination your, tent. Just fill your living room with, with sand, sand and paint the walls like a circus tent. <laughs> yeah, there were some real bad choices here. Oh, man. Um, question. Yes. <laughs> Are most of the really bad ones from the same designer? Yes. Well, funny you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the bad ones are from the same two designers, which were Hildy. Oh, two. Hildy, the two that were on the premiere episode. Oh, okay. Hildy and uh, what's his name? Uh, Doofus. <laughs> I forget. Frank? No, not Frank. Frank's the one I like. You watched it. I so blocked many him times. out now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's look at the most, probably the most infamous example. Here's a before picture. This is a house in Oakland. Very traditional kind of Frank Lloyd Wright saw house. It's got a built-in brick fireplace, nice woodwork around it with built-ins, nice woodworking around the windows. Uh-huh. What is that up top? Is that uh, oh, not nice. crown molding, but yeah, it's... Yeah, crown molding. Is that re- crown molding? Recessed ceiling. Oh. Yeah. Now let's look at after. So they've covered the windows completely, Whoa. built, destroyed the beautiful mantle work. What the hell is built on up the... a ton of book bookcases for no reason what's on the fireplace i don't know is it like should we look at what else was around the room oh that's right let's put a bunch of wallpaper glue all over the room (laughs) and then just throw hay on it (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes funny you should say it's the same terrible designer yeah i can't this is probably the most famous episode so they this one is like this was in oakland (laughs) and they put wallpaper glue all over the walls and then just like put hay on it so the hay is just stuck to the walls. Oh, this is a house oh. with this is a household that had a toddler and a newborn baby in it. What if they were allergic to hay? Everybody was allergic to the hay. They were? Yes. <laughs> the homeowners were furious. And I was reading that it took the it took five adults seventeen hours to get all that stuff off. Yep. So I'm, I'm get Mike's making faces. I'm guessing I'm ruining his WTF fact. Oh yeah, you're like saying all my stuff. So well, I knew a lot about. Tra- I knew about. a lot about trading spaces. So I know. See, that's why I said you were yeah. the expert. So, anyways, those were those were the, oh, the baddies. So bad. Why would but you then, put, why would but you there do were also that? good ones. Like Genevieve, she made these really cool ones. Like here was this awful like they had like awful living rooms before, and she would just do simple stuff like. Let's just put a color palette on it. Oh, that's cute. Like, that looks good, right? Yeah, it looks really good. Or she did, like, uh, she would do kind of, like, better lighting. She would cover ugly sofas. She would do some pretty cool stuff. And then that's probably why she became the most famous on HGTV. She ended up having, like, two or three spinoff shows and all that stuff. Yeah. Huh. So... They weren't all bad, but I think that's what people remember the most. I was actually doing some research for today's episode, trying to look up what were the best makeovers of trading spaces, and I straight up could not find them. <laughs> like, nobody had examples of the best ones, only the worst reviews. Nobody was really proud of their 
space being traded? No, apparently Aww. not. Oh, well. That blue one was really nice. Yeah. I mean, I think there were some really good examples on the show. And I, like I said earlier, I remember learning a lot and getting inspired and trying things. Although I did make bad decisions just like they did on the show. When oh, I, did you put hay on your when I was wall? in when No, but when I was in um, junior college, so after high school, but still living with my mom, mm-hmm. I remember I was super inspired by trading spaces and all the color that they used. And okay. I painted my room Ikea blue. What? Like the outside color, that like dark, bright, dark slash bright, bright blue from Ikea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bedroom was painted that color. Did you put yellow like accents? No, I just really liked that blue. So. Did you, so because you're a designer and geek about yeah. that stuff, did you go and like get a Pantone swatch to go and no. match the Pantone color? No. I just eyeballed that crap. Okay. It was real bad. <laughs> I don't think I even remember trying to match it to Ikea. I just remember that's what everybody said. Like, this looks like Ikea. So did you have to paint that over? No. I think my mom painted it over maybe when <laughs> I left her. I don't remember. Maybe she maybe she sold the house that way. I don't even remember. Oh. Maybe it was a selling point. People really yeah, wanted color. Sure, that's it. Hey, you know what? This tiny bedroom would look so much better if it was really dark blue. <laughs> no, probably not a selling point. So, I mean, what were these people thinking? So my big thing was like, people would get so upset on the show when they get their reveals. Okay. What do you think they were thinking? Like, had they not seen an episode of the show before? Maybe they hadn't. I don't know. I or mean, maybe... I guess so. It was like the biggest show on TV at one point, though. But, I mean, to go back to that point that you made earlier about... How people were saying, oh, well, these are things that I don't want you to touch. And yeah. then they would touch it. So I it's like so. all bets were off. Anything but even if could it happen. wasn't that, if it was like you came home and your walls were painted like avocado green, <laughs> like would you be super butthurt about it? Probably not. I might be like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd be like angry about it, though, because I mean, I signed a contract to be on the show. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Basically, you know, when you're doing the reality shows, you know that right. whatever can happen kind of. Yeah. It's up to the producers, I guess. Exactly. To get the best TV. Yeah. yeah. So I think we should talk about um, your favorite thing to come out of this show, which is your best buddy, Ty Pennington. Uh, Mike cannot stand him. Well, on the show, he this show, yeah. he was okay. Like, I didn't mind him. Yeah, because he's... Like a carpenter, he's outside. He's not working. on the screen much. Yeah, but when <laughs> and he not had, yelling. But when he was on the spinoff or the no, Extreme Makeover Home yeah. Edition, not really a spinoff, but another HD or another uh, like home real estate show yeah. that was on ABC for several seasons. He was just yelling so much. Why does he have to yell? <laughs> we're right know. here. We don't need him to yell. We're not right here. We're in our living room. Well, whatever. We're not like miles <laughs> away where he's trying to like yodel to us. <laughs> yodel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 but he's not your favorite i mean he was okay on this one he, he was, was okay on the reboot he was okay for you too well i mean we did we see a, one of the older episodes i watched one old episode oh. maybe well, you didn't i didn't all right so you know what the other thing i was noticing about this too um you know i rewatched a bunch of old clips from the original and one thing i did notice is just how much better tv production quality is now i mean looking at the old trading spaces episodes it is i mean there is no color keying there is no attention to lighting at all it is super harsh everything what's color keying color keying is like when you um it's how you balance color so if you 
shoot something particularly under different uh, lighting temperatures, mm-hmm. you know, it'll look super yellow or super blue or super green, depending on what, like if it's a fluorescent light or incandescent or whatever. Okay. So color keying is when you go in there and try to even things out, make color look nice and balanced and smooth. So like the white balance type stuff? Kind of, yeah. It can go a little <clears> step <throat> further too. Sometimes like an overall general white balance won't work. Okay. So for example, you might be, especially when you're shooting in tight little small rooms like this, mm-hmm. you might be under a situation where you've got an incandescent light overhead, which mm-hmm. is going to be super warm, warm, like a yellow, but you might be shooting next to a natural light window during the day, mm-hmm. which would be a really cool, bright, clean white coming in. Okay. So color keying is something that you would do in post-production to go in and try and match those color temperatures together so you'd have a nice blended quality, even light in the shot. Gotcha. You didn't see that on a lot of these <laughs> shows. Like, they do the interview segments, and it is super harsh light, you know. And now you look at these shows on HGTV and stuff, and it's just beautiful, like, beauty lighting when they do this stuff. Nice, soft focus, shallow depth of field. Like, TV production has just gone through the roof. So this show that we w- we're talking about is on TLC or HGTV? This is on TLC. Okay, so it's still on TLC. Yes, the okay. reboot is back. Yeah, so the, the show just got rebooted. The Almost the entire original cast is coming back. Um, same network. Same format. Only thing that's really changed is they've doubled the budget. Yeah. So still two days, but instead of a thousand, it's two thousand hmm. dollars. Not that surprising because things in the U.S. are so expensive now. So yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about watching it? So you've watched the reboot now. Yeah. Did you feel reboot. inspired by it? <laughs> um, maybe when I see some of the other designers. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, that's his name. Yeah, so you only saw Doug and Hildy yes. first, which is sort of the which two are the more um, most um, infamous avant garde. Yes, I would, shall we say. say? I have to say though, I was real worried when he pulled out his first color choices and palette and texture choices. Yeah. By the end though, I was like, oh, I mean, that's all right. the, the the people that were putting it up were also they were very of, like, scared, unclear yeah. about what was happening. It turned out all right in the end. Do, Too dark. But so did when you were watching the show before, yeah. did a lot of the people that were having to do the work were they super <laughs> apprehensive about doing these things? I remember I don't remember them I remember them editing out a lot more of that, but you could definitely see the looks on people's faces. <laughs> and I remember there would sometimes be people questioning, but I did notice that on the reboot episode people were much more vocal when they were not comfortable with something. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is because Training Spaces became so big and then had like a downfall. So after it was so famous, I think Uh people just knew more what to expect. Got it. Plus just the quality of show and production is so up there now for these home shows. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Do you think that's because uh, there's so many options to like watch uh, like entertainment? Maybe. That they're trying to like, oh, here, we'll put money into this. And it was popular before. Possibly. you know, we'll draw all those viewers again back. That's possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's also, we're kind of ripe for that type of show again. Reality TV is really big still, mm-hmm. but now the DIY home improvement market on TV is huge. It's through the roof. Yeah. And so now you've got the show that was really popular at one time. It blends both of those things perfectly. So maybe now is the time for it to come back. I don't know. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see how the ratings go for it. But. Yeah. Are you going to keep watching it after you saw I your mean, first episode? Gonna, I'm sure you're going to make me watch it, so yes. Ah, Ooh, are you unclear? No. We'll, we'll see how it goes with the other designers. Does it not have the magic that it had before? It does. I, I feel like it's almost the exact same show, but I guess it's just 
my taste level has changed. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know, like you just said, like there's so many options out there for that kind of show now. Mm Mm-hmm. And if there's other things on that are more my style, I'd probably invest my time there than in the kind of reality makeover thing like this. And by your style, you mean shiplap? No. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) We don't have any shiplap in our house. I don't know. No. Can't afford no shiplap. This is California. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but we'll, uh, we'll see. But the big question, would you do it? Uh, and you you don't know the designer that you're gonna get, right? No, you don't get to pick. Oh my god, I would not do it. No, I would not do it. How come? Uh, because I don't want to. I mean, I think the experience would be fun, but if the outcome is not fun, yeah, I don't want to like be like those people that had to scrape off the mm. the straw and whatnot yeah. for you know how how long was it like seventeen hours 17 or whatever? Hours, yeah, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. If we did do it, who would our ideal house trader be? I don't know. You would have to answer this one because I don't know them. Who would you feel comfortable trading houses with? Oh, house trader. I thought you meant designer. No, not designer. I was like, I don't know those you people. You don't get to pick the designer. That's right. But if you could pick it. If you were going to swap and have space with somebody, who would it be? Hmm. That's a good question. Um. Well, it would have to be a neighbor right here. We don't know our neighbors. Okay. <laughs> Jesus, you're thinking way too literally about this. <laughs> My God. This is why we don't ask you questions like this on this show. If you could pick somebody to swap a space with, who would you swap with? I would swap with Chad and Matt. Would you? Yeah. I wouldn't because I want to stay friends with them. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of reveals on this show where I'm like, these people ain't going to be friends after. But it it wasn't our design, so we're not at fault Mm, for that. mm -mm, mm -mm. So even though it wasn't the people's designs, like people... Super got cranky. I was reading, neighbors. yeah. A lot of people lost friendships over it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we need really bad friends. I'd pick, well, I don't think it's bad <laughs> friends. I think, I think you'd have to pick somebody who would be, who could kind of take it with a grain of salt and not be super invested with it. You okay. Know? So, so who would you pick? Ooh, gosh. I wasn't expecting that question back at me. Ah. I don't know. No. Come on. Gotta give you an answer. My brother. We'll pick my brother. Okay. Your yeah. brother, Ashley. Yeah. Okay. I think they would have fun with it just like we would. They would, yeah. yeah. And even if they hated it, I think like then us, your family like, and you. You're exactly. We're both stuck with it. You have to like me. Sorry. Well, in the new episode, uh, it was a pair of sisters. That's right. It was two sisters that live next to each other. Yeah, exactly. So, Steve, how do you feel about this trend that's uh, on TV now, where kind of what's old is new again, and all these things are getting rebooted? I mean, it's fun. I don't know. What do you think about it? I don't know. I guess it's it's kind of cool because it, I get to see, since I didn't really watch it before, I can kind of get introduced to it now. Yeah. And see kind of uh, what this, how what you enjoyed when you were growing up. Yeah. And maybe I'll enjoy it as well. We'll That's see. True. And it'll maybe it'll be interesting to see how long it lasts this time. <laughs> well, it lasted a while, right? Well, yeah, it lasted a while last time. But I mean, with our tastes have changed now, and it does not appear that the designers on the new show have, so... <laughs> Oh, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that, yeah. Like back then, it would have been so fun to just kind of do this and experiment with stuff. And now I'm like, I don't have time to do this crap. If I'm going to (laughs) redesign something, it better be good and I'm going to be happy living with it. (laughs) Well, at the same time, you know, you're only, they only have $2,000 to to use towards. Okay, but a bucket of paint only costs like 20. So (laughs) where does the other, you know, 
<laughs> well, to the furniture that's going to go on the ceiling, of course. Oh, obviously. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, are you enjoying the other reboots that are have come out? Mm, I think so. Yeah. It's weird seeing... I mean, I'm assuming you're talking about like Will and Grace and Roseanne. And, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It is a little weird to me, though, to see them basically pick up 10 or 20 years later, just as if nothing happened. Yeah. Because everybody's just older and <laughs> I don't know. They're, like with Roseanne, their voices sound really different and that throws mm-hmm. me off. But otherwise, it's fun. Yeah. The whole like nostalgia thing kind of pulls it in for you? I guess so. Yeah. What's old is new again. Yes. Oh. So let's get to the WTF facts. Okay. What little ones I have now that you basically said everything. I don't think I said anything WTF. Well, somewhere interesting. All I mean, right. the, the British show thing was interesting. I mean, it's not surprising, though. No. And I think that was a big thing when the show started. I don't think that was a surprise. Oh, well, I think that was like one of the big, you know, like when there was a local news segment talking about what is trading spaces. I think uh-huh. that was a big thing back then. Well, when you didn't watch it, it was a surprise. Well. Because we steal everything. And apparently, and, you know, and this was one of those cases where it actually worked out. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, like, we bring something over here and it does not work out. That's true. Um, one thing I did see that uh, the difference between uh, changing rooms and trading spaces mm-hmm. was that changing rooms, the British one, they had a lower budget. Oh, interesting. So how now I want to know, like, what those places look like that they redid. I was looking at some of them online and some of them look better than trading spaces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did they, so did they have... Uh, did you ever watch that one? No. Oh, okay. We didn't have BBC in the U.S. back then. I was going to say if you, well, I didn't know if you like picked it back up afterwards, but mm-hmm. uh, if they had like better designers or. I don't know much whatnot. about it other than the format was really similar. Oh. So one of the things that I did see was that the host, Paige Davis. Yes. Was fired in 2005. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I guess it was. But then she came deal. back. She did. Yeah. Um, they left her off for two years. Yeah. And they had it as a uh, yeah. hostless. Yeah, they didn't have a host at all. It was so weird. Yeah. I remember I wasn't watching it much by then, but I did pick up an episode or two, and I was just like, this is weird. Yeah. And then after they brought her back a year, uh, two years later, they canceled the show. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Or, no, for the first time. The first time. And yeah. now she's back for the reboot. Yes. Now she's yeah. back for the reboot. She was really one of the best parts about that show, because she wasn't even the host in the first season. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully that wasn't another No, no, no. Back. No, I'll let you talk talk okay. about this. Yeah, one. they had a different host the first season. I didn't like her that much. Oh, really? I mean, she was fine, but she didn't have the same energy as uh, Paige Davis. Yeah. Well, actually, that's one of the things that I noticed about the show, uh, this reboot, mm-hmm. is that she was like, wow, I like her. I want to mm-hmm. watch her because yeah. she's very, I don't know, she's just got that personality that well, she's good about, comes across well She's good TV. about making the awkward situations okay. <laughs> like yeah. when the designers are unveiling a plan and the homeowners are not necessarily down with it she's really good about you know what let's just try it it could be great yeah you know yeah if she's it's not like, it'll be okay uh really good positive mm-hmm. uh attitude on that show. yeah she is and she's so bubbly and cute and fun mm-hmm. and yeah yeah i think she was a really good part of the show that, mm-hmm. that i'm glad they brought her back me too let's see did you know that there was a third carpenter that did most of the work that does not surprise me. Yeah, there was a third no. carpenter that did most of the work that you really didn't see on didn't TV. Didn't see on TV. Yeah. Oh. He was listed in the credits as props master. Oh, man, that sucks. <laughs> His name was Eddie Bernard. Okay. Yeah. 
That doesn't surprise me, though, because they had some pretty involved build-outs on that show, mm-hmm. and I was always flabbergasted on how they would get it done so fast, <laughs> so that makes a lot of sense. So I have a question, too. This is my whole thing. I have yeah. questions today. Yes. Um, did the amount of money that they had for the, for the like, fixing yeah. or the redecorating, yeah. did that also go towards the labor, or was that just materials? No, just materials. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like. But it did include the cost of any carpentry. So it was the cost of the wood and the hardware. But not them actually like cutting it and like carpentering no, it up. That was all they were all paid by TLC. Okay. Yeah. I mean, then that's, you know, wait. I mean, your thousand dollar budget would be like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Um it'd be like, you get it, intro segment. <laughs> so speaking of like the budget and whatever, did you know that designers had to pay the amount that they went over budget? No, that's interesting. Yeah, out of their own pockets. Yes. Oh, that's so originally good. that's the way it was. Huh. Uh, TLC did change that, and they changed the rules and said that anything over budget was not able to be used. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember they did have to like take things out a yeah. couple times. Yeah, yeah. So that's when they went over budget and they pulled those out. Okay. But yeah, I thought that was super interesting. That well, even on the reboot, people... stupid Hildy, she went over by like twenty four <laughs> cents or whatever. So yeah. she gave Paige a quarter. I'm sure you know that was like not much. Yeah. But if she went over like two hundred bucks, mm-hmm. be like, oh, you need to remove that ugly whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you need to remove that tacky furniture from the ceiling. <laughs> oh man, that would be awful because then they'd have to repaint it because she epoxied it up yeah. there. There were some real bad ones. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> they loved putting things on walls, CDs, feathers. Oh God! Yeah. Hey, yeah. she's and it was all her, right? She was the one that mm, did that. With the weird, the really weird stuff was her, but there were other people that put stuff on walls too. I mean, cool that you have this imagination to do all this stuff, but just yeah, I don't know. I, I don't feel that it translates well. No, well, and a lot of that stuff would would look cool in like a restaurant or a <laughs> lobby or, or... tacky restaurant. No, I mean, well. <laughs> You know, like a like a high concept kind of a thing. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like we go to we've been to a winery before where there's like a bunch of mannequins dressed like freaking Moulin Rouge hanging from all over the place. That's true. That is tacky as hell, but people <laughs> like it in that setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So So uh a lot of people were commenting. I read that yes. uh, they commented on how cheap things felt. Okay, yeah, for sure. And I was like, um, they only had a thousand dollars. Yeah. And so they can't afford like high end things. So yeah. I get, you know, and it was basically you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And, for sure. You know, people were cranky about it, but hey, did they get paid to be on the show? Who? The neighbors. No. They didn't? No. 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 And I have a WTF fact about that. <gasps> Ooh. You want to hear it now, really quick? Yeah. Okay. So participants were responsible for putting up their own families and hotels during the filming. So, for example, if you had, if you were a family with kids uh-huh. and you didn't have any relatives nearby where the kids could stay, you as the parents were responsible for paying for that hotel room for those kids to stay in while they filmed the episode. Is this the one that was with the Oakland one? Is yes. that what you saw? Uh-huh. The $500 thing? Yeah. Where the fuck did they put them? What do you mean? Like, okay, $500 for, they put them up for what, two nights? Yeah. For $500. In 2001. That's a lot. They couldn't stick them in the Motel 6? Well, I mean, would you stay at a Motel 6 (laughs) somewhere? I don't know. I have. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. I'm just saying. That was a lot of money. When I saw that they were, like, complaining about how they had to do that. Maybe they were in Oakland Hills. Because their house was, like, a Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh. So. I don't know. Maybe they were in Oakland Hills or something. But, yeah. I just thought that was a lot of money for the time and for two nights. 
whatever. I don't. I think you're used to Texas hotel pricing. No, perhaps. but I mean, if you, I stay at the courtyard in San Diego, <laughs> and it's like almost two hundred dollars a night. Mm. So, well, I'm sure if they really needed, you know, worried about the money, they would have put them somewhere else. I'm sure you're really way too worried about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw so I I saw that the article about them and they're yeah. complaining about like that and that how much it was going to cost to yeah. to redo everything that the show did to their house yeah. and it is pretty messed up though. It is messed up. I just thought the the five hundred dollars was quite extreme for a, a hotel stay. All right, for two nights. All right. What other facts? <laughs> um. So speaking of that one, yes. Um. Oh, I guess that was it. Basically, like we I just, just talked about. Yep. Fact. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, yeah. So the designers removed a 13 foot section of Douglas fir that was the fireplace mantle. Yes, that looked really nice. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and that's where the three thousand dollars I think uh, was uh, coming from. Well, they they estimated that it was going to cost that much to replace yeah. that. Yeah, because that looked like original wood from that house. Yeah. I can't. Ugh. Oh, they put pine. They replaced it with pine. Yeah, like cheap pine bookshelves because yeah. that's all they had money for. Yeah. So, yeah, not great. And I saw, I read something about how they had uh, some glass or something that was broken. Yeah, like sticking out or yeah. something. Yeah, and they had kids there. Yeah. And the kids, you know, somebody had to come in and actually, uh, not sandblast, but um, uh, like, torch it Yeah, to round off the corners so they weren't so sharp. Crazy. And the kids were like choking on the, the grass on the and all the hay. that. Yeah. Terrible. That was a bad one. Yeah. That's a real bad one. Yeah. Um, last thing. Yes. Did you know that there's a spin-off already of trading spaces? There were multiples. Oh no, like a spin-off now. Oh no. Yeah. Called? Called training spaces. Is this for kids? No. <laughs> training spaces. Yeah. Okay. So it's a six-part digital series that's hosted by Paige Davis oh, as well Okay. on TLC Go. Okay. And what's it about? Like how to do this stuff? It follows three new designers. Yeah. Uh, carpenters. And uh, it's all about them doing challenges from the trading spaces, designers and carpenters. Oh, interesting. So each episode, I think, is a different designer and a different design challenge. Interesting. That they have to do. That's kind of cool. To strengthen their skills. Now, that sounds more interesting. And actually, it just premiered on Saturday night on, on TLC uh, Go. On TLC Go. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm not going to get 7th. that service. So. It's on. I think it's online too. Okay. Because I saw little clips of the show. All right. But yeah, if you want to see training spaces, good to know. It's a uh, online or at TLC Go. Nice. Yeah. That's all I have. I have two more facts. <gasps> what? Okay. Ready. Ready. Paige Davis was cast as Roxy in Chicago on Broadway in 2004. Really? Yes. Oh, I knew she was a Broadway star or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So she was I in mean, Chicago. It, that makes sense. I can sense. totally see her in that yeah. role, too. Yeah. Because she has some clips of that. She has that, like, pizzazz, mm-hmm. that charisma. It's a very Broadway term you just used. Pizzazz. Yeah. There's my spirit fingers. I don't know. Is that what that is? I don't know. I think that's jazz hands. Jazz hands. Yeah. My fingers weren't moving. You didn't listen to, uh, <laughs> what was that guy's name in that movie? Sparky Polanski. Sparky Polanski. <laughs> Plastery. Plastery? You, you didn't listen to Sparky Pilastri. I didn't. These are spirit fingers. These are gold. <laughs> Those weren't. All right. Last uh, WTF fact. Did you know that Jessica Biel was on an episode of Trading Spaces? No. There was a couple of episodes of Celebrity Ones, but one was with Jessica Biel and Beverly Mitchell from Seventh Heaven. Okay. And they traded spaces with some dudes from the show who I don't remember. Okay. 
and then Natalie from the Dixie Chicks was also on episode. Oh okay. yeah, I forgot to write that down. Yeah, yeah I saw the that before one. looked way better. <laughs> <laughs> the one with Jessica Biel, I thought that it looked fine, but the in the one the Natalie from the Dixie Chicks, the before looked way better. Aw, yeah. Oh well. So, would you do trading spaces? Um, not in the house that we have now because well, we don't own it's not it. Our house, but yeah. If I owned a house, I might do like a guest room or something. Sure. I might. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, because all they can really do is paint stuff. If if there's no like structural, mm-hmm. like they can't take out a wall or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I might do it. Okay. You don't sound super convinced by that. No, we'll see. All right. I mean, <laughs> I don't no, know. We don't... better not see. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you'll react if we get Hildy. Ugh. <laughs> Just like that. Ugh. I'll react like that lady who... Got the sand living room, the the beach tent or circus tent sand living room. How does she react? Oh my god! When they do the reveal, she just goes, "I got hell deed," and she like flops down on the sand. <laughs> I got hell deed. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Do people make shirts of that? Uh, no, I don't oh. think so. Oh, yeah, hell deed. Yeah, she's an interesting character. All right, she's a something. <laughs> all right. Well, well, that was fun. Yeah, I uh, I'm glad the show is back. I'm going to give it a couple more episodes, see if I keep watching. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's a fun reboot. I think America is ready for more trading spaces and more poor design decisions. <laughs> but I hope we get more good than bad this season. I hope that first episode was just a one-off. I mean, you got to have some not. bad. Was, yeah. there a, was there a ratio of the like of good, to good bad? versus bad? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> like for every eight, there was a bad one? I mean... No, but I don't know what the official ratio is. Okay. In my but, mind, it was like, you know, 80% good to 20% bad. But oh. now that I'm looking back, it's more like 50-50. <laughs> like I said, I kept looking for good review reveal clips, and I couldn't find any. Aw. So, but that's TV. Yeah. And that's what we got. That's right. Well, should we wrap it up for this week? Yeah, let's wrap it up. All right. Music for the show is by Dimitri Banoff and Adi Goldstein. And vocals for our opening theme song are Chad by Chad and Selmo. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, everybody, for listening, liking, subscribing. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can. That way our show can get out to more people. And until next week, have fun trading spaces. Bye. Bye.